so I haven't gotten on here to uh, share any knowledge lately. This is Darlene Anderson, and the reality is that this is 2022, and we continue to have these mass shootings, and we all understand as citizens how difficult it has been to be an African-American living in America. Nobody wants to be us, and nobody wants to be associated as they look like us. And the reality is, is that, you know, America has a great issue about this color scheme when color means absolutely nothing, has nothing to do with who you are. Who you are has to do with what you're willing to do in America and how you're willing to respond. So many people have been given a blessing. And guess what? Just totally disregard that blessing and act like the world owes them something. And the world absolutely owes you nothing. As an individual, you are just that. The blessing is life. But when people don't, when people really don't appreciate the blessing, well, unfortunately, they do leave. And that's just real. As an American citizen, who are you? That's what I'll question once again. Because so few people have a voice when they could parade George Floyd around. Like, you know, we had to witness his death, his murder over and over and over. And what was that for? But then we understand that Congress just recently passed the Emmett Till bill. Well, hell, who are we? And what are we doing? What have we created this chaos? As, you know, it's like, it's like, a pot that's ready to explode at any moment as we just really don't understand in America we have an obligation the responsibility is yours and as you can understand that we are living in a nation that's based on entertainment bing 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 and we are just human capital do I have more to say perhaps maybe not the reality is, is that you will only be who you are when you know who you are. And we're waiting. So will you wake up in 2022? The word is e purpose unum. Out of many, there's one, but out of one, there just may be none. And what are you willing to do in 2022? Please like, subscribe, follow my podcast here on Anchor. Y'all have a blessed day. So I wanted to talk tonight about public education and the success of public education and the failure because the obligation for public education lies upon the state and it's kind of a state's rights issue but it's not because it's a support issue that allows individuals to become citizens And it's the becoming a citizen that matters because as you grow and are aware of your surroundings and what is expected of you as an individual human being, because I mean, just going to school doesn't start, take off anything. It's just a mandatory process in which all people who are children are required to participate in. And then there's the truancy issue. If you don't make it in time and 
a lot of people like to put on the blame on children not making it is because they're not in the seats at the same time or they're lacking access. And I want to tell you, once you get behind, well, you're just behind forever. And there is no catch up in public education. There's just social promotion. And we've allowed this as a community. We've allowed this as a nation because failure has just become an option in public education. And people don't really value public education. It's mandatory, yes. And they can take your children from you, and they do. And in this system of public services, the removal of children from their homes is obviously not working very well. And over the time, our education system has just truly faltered. It is not valuable as it used to be, but there are people that value public education and those people are getting some services. I'm telling you, there are people that get choice schools. Did you know that? Have you never been in a choice school program? I got to tell you something amazing. The STEM programs and the choice school programs and the magnet programs, they're simply amazing. The issue is that all those other schools that are underfunded, well, they ain't getting a whole lot of nothing. Hmm. But what they've mastered is the collection of willful data, willful issues, you know, issues of non-participation, and then they make it the student's fault. And that is just insanity. Failure of public education does not lie with the child. It lies with those adults that are all working in the system, and they can't figure it out. Social promotion is unacceptable in 2022 because we are all Americans. And the state needs to have an obligation personally to assure access for individuals after the offer of faith. And, you know, it had to be valuable. It had to make a difference to the person. And, and you know, public education is just simply, I must say, it's when you say you can ask to guess, anybody can join. Uh, if you want to talk, truly, I'm just running my mouth. But um, when public education starts, people don't think about this. But we all pay taxes. As soon as you get out of high school, you're going to pay some taxes, boo. And if you win any large sum of money, you're going to pay taxes on that. And then if you're working hard and a hard worker and earning a, you know, a nominal amount of money, you're going to pay taxes on it. And you're going to pay taxes in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. There are people that are just paying that and they make the money. So they're not complaining, but then you need to understand when you look in a state and you look at how the poor people are faring, why well, I'd say you need to concern yourself when the poor people are not making it because we're only building a prison nation where people who are not making it through public schools ultimately we'll make a wrong choice because the opportunity to benefit in life is simply limited. But when people would run, oh, what do you want to call it? Sting operations, creating opportunities for decent people with real jobs to think that they could make some fast money. Because I heard one week of how they set people up who may want to go into prostitution or whatever. And I'm listening to the employees talk about what they do. 
And then the next week, I'm seeing a firefighter, a firefighter, with his face plastered all over the news, saying that he was trying to entice a young woman into prostitution. And I'm saying, well, that was a setup, and he didn't know he was being set up. But why is it that there are not real opportunities out there for people easily to make additional money? It's it's concerning, but it's so concerning because, you know, they decided who was going to make the money in marijuana. And then understand, people, p- people went down for some endo weed. You know, he got five years on endo weed. And I'm saying, really? Marijuana? I'm so happy that I moved to a state that freely indulges in marijuana, but it's not that I had ever. I figured it out. The pills and the medication were making me sick and sicker. The marijuana happens to help. And so it's just a choice. And uh, the medication costs so much money. But when they continue to pump you up with the pain pills, because I was getting 180 Norcos a month. Can you imagine that? And I was trying not to take them, but as soon as the pain pill wore off, the pain would come back extremely worse. And so you learn how to manage your pain, and that's just real. You learn how to manage your life, and that's a reality. But if you're not managing, then you're just surviving, and that's just real. We all have to understand that public education is not the missing link for good parenting. And good parenting comes from, well, you know, parenting, parents are just not born. But if there are certain families that have great parenting skills and raise their children, and if you happen to meet one of those people, well, then you just have to work with them for the parenting skills, that is. Because we in America, well, you know, I think we started off right. I believe we did because there was Head Start and there was all kind of programs that supported the family. But then it just became the harvest. And people start removing children from families as if the city or the state or the county can do a better job at parenting. But they're not training people to be good parents. And I think that that is my biggest complaint is the training is null or none. And, you know, I remember my sister used to work for Sacramento City Sacramento City Unified School District, and she was a parent advisor. And that, I don't think they have parent advisors here. Actually, I don't. I think they use this organization called FACES, which is a not-for-profit organization. And they kind of uh, supposedly provide the parent interventions for, you know, people who need parenting classes. But it's not something that's done district-wide. And it's just concerning because I've never moved to a place where they really don't want your advice. They just want to keep on doing what they've been doing and which what they've been doing is moving money. And, you know, that's just totally unacceptable. Supplanting is what they do and they do it rather publicly. And, you know, when they talk as a legislator about changing the color of money, and when they would bust down the two highest uh, positions in a grant and then lower them and then put two or three people in the place and then try to work that grant like that. But the grant's not having the outcomes. And see, the problem is, is they lack the outcomes. They lack the data for the support that they're providing to the human beings that they're 
nourishing because they're really not nourishing them. They've selected to do a couple of things. One be the harbor and the other be the haven. Now the harbor, what the harbor is, it's a referral service. It offers really no services to any people. You understand what I'm saying? It's not offering services. What it offers is a referral. And here in Nevada, they've allowed people to get uh, certificates. They, you know, qualify them for these 30-hour training programs for behavior intervention, which I never understood. But, I mean, I saw it. And uh, then to understand that they don't really grade children. They base their grades on the completion of assignments and tasks. And so they really fought back when the teachers union was asked to provide, you know, some kind of rigorous data that demonstrates where the children actually were by age appropriate placements. You know what I'm saying? So when we're looking at public schools and we're wondering what's really happening, so many children getting letter grades of F. And then those S are easily turned around when the families challenge the letter grade of F. And I'm saying, okay, really? That just happened like that. Well, just tell me from the curriculum that you have chosen to utilize to educate the children who live in your area, how are the children accessing that curriculum? And uh, I get a pushback every time. That's not something they really want to talk about. I had a meeting today, an IEP meeting with a young, for a young man. And uh, I keep asking the same question of the staff. In the 11th grade, there is core curriculum that is offered to all children. It doesn't, the curriculum doesn't change. What will change is the way the student is accessing the material or a demonstration of maintenance of the goals that were written for him to learn supposedly at the same level as his same age peers in the classroom. But that's just impossible because we have so many kids who are at the third and third grade level for reading and math and the fifth grade level for reading and math. And, you know, it's right wherever they stop learning, wherever the parent had the real issue about were they learning or not. And then they just start socially promoting them. And it just means absolutely nothing to people who collect data about your inability because that's what they do well. They're not licensed psychologist people. They're not, I don't know what they are. They're just people who have a particular skill in a particular area and are supposed to be able to train to teach that area. But when a state like Nevada has refused to provide the supports that are being offered to the children in those underfunded, underfunded institutions, because see, here in Nevada, they just decided that, well, hell, everybody deserves some of that federal money. And we kept hearing on the news about how the invitation was for people to come in and share their thoughts about, you know, the American rescue money. But, but when you hear legislators and the people who are presenting to the legislators talk about Alabama bought two new prisons with their American rescue money. And I said, well, really? I was totally unaware of the use of money like that. But, you know, you've got to be paying attention to the, the Department of Justice right now because they're really coming after the fraudsters who inappropriately use the American rescue money. But I would like them to see, I would just like them to come after people who were inappropriate 
legitimately using the federal dollars in the first place because you know federal money for your state and all states get this support for their youngest and their neediest so if you have a child that has a disability or is living in poverty or is you know needs additional help bilingual let's just put it out there like that that's what the federal government will help your state with and because in America, we integrated the schools in the 60s, and the black children went from the black schools, all black schools, to the integrated schools. But, you know, we figured out how to just create magnet programs for our children who are successful. That's people with knowledge and people with money go to STEM programs, and they get to say they want to be in choice schools, and they get to run their political message on choice schools. And I said, really? You're fighting for choice when you're when your state's not even putting in the basic dollars to ensure every child has a right to a basic education and you have no evidence that you are even trying to work with the children who are generating that money. And I am sorry, this is 2022, boo. 2022, not 1955, when you would create your tax policy in 1955 and say that you're willing to put in 2% of your taxes for federal or for programs and services. And I'm saying, what is 2%? When you have figured out that every child gets a free lunch, and I, I still don't know how that works. Every child should not qualify for free and reduced lunch. Yet and still, that eliminates your ability or your responsibility to articulate to these people who you have been stealing from or stealing for, you don't have to explain anything, right? Uh, wrong. Because everybody has a right to know about the services that are being provided in the local community as local control is what we all strive for. But my people, I'm sorry, I'm African-American, but my people need to understand that there is an obligation to the public services for the people who are generating those dollars. And there just is a basic obligation. Well, where do you find it? Because failure is certainly an option. Well, you have to understand that you have to use the shield of the United States Department of Education. They provide all of the wonderful resources that you may need to ensure that access happens for your child. But first, they like to play a lot of games, meaning that we had, oh, it was so difficult to be in the room with people who want to tell you what you have to listen to them. And they're not making any sense to you. So I'm just trying to really understand. I'm sitting with, in a room with women and men on an IEP team meeting. And they're telling me, even though I've read the reports and totally disagree, that I have to listen to them, plead their case. And I'm saying, Truly, I'd be willing to do that if they could document that he made any progress in the last two years. Any. And, you know, I'm not ignorant, but failure is just not an option. And if you can't explain what type of growth and development is happening in the IEP meeting, then, boo, it ain't happening. You get me? And it's so frustrating because people would like to understand or pretend that they are in control. And no, they're not. That's why I'm telling you, when you file a complaint with the Department of Education in regards to your child who is not meeting any standards, 
in the IEP and are getting letter grades of F, well, we need to hold somebody accountable. Who shall we hold accountable? I'm just trying to wonder. First, you, I want you to know as an individual, of course, the local school can assess and do their demonstration of evaluations. And once they're completed with theirs, then you have the right to ask for an outside evaluation from an outside evaluator, meaning that someone who's not even clued or keyed into the district, and obviously not one of those people they have on contract. What you really wanna know is where your child is at this moment, at this time in his life. And if he is seven years old, well then we wanna know where he is in compared to the other seven years old in the nation. Did you hear me? I said in the nation. Because a child has a right to, you know, excel and move towards those goals and support and, and receive support for whatever he needs to do to meet that where every seven-year-old will be in America by the age of seven. And that's what we realize that we didn't realize before, that equity and access is a major key in success or the ability of your child to engage in, in, you know, in life. You know, that I got five on it, messing with that end of weed was really a song, but it was a song about end of weed. And you really don't even understand that there's a difference between sativa and indigo until you smoke it. And you really don't need to smoke it unless you got a problem with pain or you got a problem with, uh, you know, calming yourself down. That'd be important. But in America, you really need to free your mind. So, you know, free your mind. You know that song. You know, A will follow. Hey, it's real. Because uh, in America, we are standing on the verge of losing all of our freedoms as individuals, as citizens. Why do I say that? because we're not educating the population and failure has become the only impetus of the visionary process of what people are creating educational outcomes. They're just saving their own children, but they ain't thinking about yours. You know, when people say I'm living my best life, I ain't got time to deal with you. It is really that they are living their best life. And you know, you need to understand that the music was always what was going on. Because, you know, Marvin Gaye did say, what's going on? You know, and I wanted to know what was going on then, too. But I also know that Friday night just got paid. Hey, that's a real song. And that was every Friday. I couldn't wait for the Friday to come. So I could get out there and shake and release. And everybody has to have a shake and release about what's going on in 2022, because really I don't understand. Not when we would try to move beyond where all children are not being supported in the public education system and then expect the people to say what? Not when we've been forced to listen to George Floyd just beg for his mama. And I did not see the level of resistance, but when I see the over persecution or over restraint of African-American individuals for the failure to comply, boo, 
then I'm saying, wow, this is not the America that I knew in 1958. When I was born, it was just different. Sure, we would go, and my dad was in the Air Force, and we'd go down south, and we'd be driving. We never tried to stop in those little towns or whatever because they did say those signs were there, white only, white only, restrooms, white only. You understand? I understand. Because when I was raising my children, the pretense, the pretense that my son was making progress and I was supposed to sit on the other side of that table and say what? Did I agree? Oh, hell no. We had an IEP meeting every three weeks and that was real. You don't believe me? Why don't you ask the Honorable Michael Rosenberg? He was a state disabilities counselor for Area Board 3. And every time I established an IEP meeting, he showed up. And we talked about progress. And we talked about progress within the curriculum of the grade level that my son was in. And when he got to the seventh grade, believe me, he couldn't write two sentences. But even over the summer, we did work on that report because that was the first time, his first book report before he got into the seventh grade. And we did complete it. But it wasn't without a lot of work and effort on his side. But the thing I liked about the school that he was attending, science and engineering, SES in Sacramento, was that they had presentations before the class. And they had to put on a presentation. They had to pitch an idea. They had to be comfortable with researching and developing whatever concept that they were going to sell or whatever they chose to do. And it was such a great opportunity to demonstrate how the world really works. But here in Clark County, I can tell you, I really don't know what the hell's going on. I haven't really been able to go too close to any of the schools because I don't have a child there. But when I look at the data, it's demonstrous. It is just out of control when you look at the percentage of children who are being moved away from their home schools with no data. And when they don't have manifestation hearings before they move children, which is criminal, and then when the program that they say they're moving these children to, except children with 504s or IEPs, and there's no demonstration of the maintenance of the support that those children are getting, then I'm sorry, did you not know that that was a little criminal? Because it is. And so before we put on the new shoes and start this new foot in America, we have to clean up the old crap. And I don't think they're willing to clean up anything here in Clark County. They have been manipulating and surplanting federal dollars forever. And they just don't have any of the data that they should have that would demonstrate that the children are being successful. They have overcrowded programs and they have too few teachers. And their concept ideal of putting high school students in the classroom. And I just want to know whose children are they going to put those high school students with? Because I promise you, in the poor communities where people don't have skills, I don't know what kind of outcomes you really expect, but I don't see anything good coming. In America, we're all free, but we all have a right to have a basic educational option, and, and it must work, and the state has to ensure that it's working. But when your state has created a fifth certificate of completion, and that's for people who know that they're not going to graduate because they have too many, they're too far, they're too credit deficient. And then, you know, to meet young people who were told that 
not to come back. Well, hell, this happens. But, you know, Obama took care of a lot of that under Every Child Succeed Act. Why don't you listen to it sometimes? He says that in your state, if you have foster care children who did graduate at grade level, well, they have a right to two years of vocational training, real workforce development, and they have a right to have funding, transportation, and food, and a roof over their head. Not, I mean, what are we looking at, the 250,000 homeless people? And we don't know how many youth are out there, but we don't even know how many kids are dropping out of school. And that's just real because we just don't have the data. And for whatever reason, Clark County feels that they can have employees working and where they're not holding these employees accountable. Well, that's just unacceptable. In America, the reality is, it's we're e purpose unum out of many, there's one. We can't keep up. We just can't continue to open the doors of America and bringing all these new immigrants in and then refusing to pay attention to the people who are stuck in poverty and the children of color and minorities because you figured out how to swindle the system. And that's really what it is. I can't stand for anybody who wants to fight for school choice when there are so many children out there that cannot read. And that's just totally unacceptable because we are housing individuals for life because they're undereducated. And hell no, that just can't continue. Everybody has an opinion. My grandmother used to say, everybody got an opinion just like everybody got an asshole. And understand, I understand who I am. It's my opinion and my opinion solely. And I am not afraid to share my concerns. In America, the word is e purpose unum. Out of many, there's one. And out of one, there'll be none. And who will you be in 2022? What are you willing to do? Check out my podcast on Anchor. What is the Parent Empowerment Hour? And understand that we as a nation have to figure out how we're going to stand together to save our children and our grandchildren and our tribe as American citizens, because it's unacceptable for the rich and the famous to benefit and the children in poverty to squander and fail. Well, I think it's time for me to have a glass of water or something to drink, but I always enjoy talking. So I will be back. Not exactly sure when I have to pray about this because it's really not happening. People continue to say how they care about the lives of the children. But here in Nevada, in Clark County, where they're building all these townhomes with three and 400 units in a small area, and they have few schools and few educational public services to offer to people, and people are standing in great lines to get services, but everybody and every child receive a free lunch. I'm sorry, even if the state is kicking in the other half. How are they defining the support for the children who are generating the federal dollars? And they are not. Well, I'll be back. I love to talk. Don't worry. I won't give you a chance to miss me. Y'all have a great day. I'm going to end. It's not ending. Oh, no, I'm going to end. So, good morning. Here we are in the midst of May, because then there's only May, June, and usually schools are out for the summer. But what we should be talking about 
is the ability of the children who are graduating in the class of 2020 to actually attain a public job, a job where the community is overseeing itself, or do you always just have to have a not-for-profit agency that does the work? See, the confusion comes in where a state would choose not to utilize the federal government's regulations and process, but then choose to do its own thing. But when they are not servicing all of the children, and all of the children have not found a way to be successful, and they're not measuring the maintenance of efforts, meaning that their chamber of commerce is not measuring the amount of money that is invested in public education and the lack of outcomes. And who am I? Well, I'm Darlene Anderson. And why is this so relevant? Because it means something to me that my sons have an opportunity to engage in the process of capacity building or building unity or building freedom in America. Because freedom has just never been free. I understand who I am, and I understand the value of independence. And believe me, in America, if you choose not to participate in the maintenance of effort, then your community is greatly suffering, simply because people just are not automatic caregivers. And certain things have already been aligned in the process of public education to understand the development of the child. But when your local community is not participating in the process of legal assurances that the maintenance of effort that is provided for the people is benefiting the people, and goddamn, who are we as Americans, as these are not the factors that are demonstrating the maintenance of effort or demonstrating the benefit? Hell, just listening to how Native Hawaiians have been priced out of their natural land, of people who live there, how they're not controlling anything anymore, and how their children do not have an inherited right to the lands. Let's all get real. We are only humans. But when people come in controlling your liberty and controlling your personal responsibility or your obligation to show up to demonstrate the maintenance of effort or just demonstrate the benefits that are bringing, that we are all developing as independence has never been free. There is a cost. There is just a great cost to freedom. And are you willing to bear the burden? And I suggest that most people feel that it's just none of their damn business. They ain't got time in the day. But believe me, they will pay those goddamn taxes in 2022 and 2023 and 2024. This shit is just not changing until you decide that the relevance of you showing up is a reality that you have never been there in which you do not understand. That e purpose, you know, out of many, there's one, but out of one, there's just maybe none. And who the hell are you in 2022? This is Darlene Anderson, and this is May the 18th. And here in Clark County, the Department of Education is hosting another educational meeting. And what behooves this shit out of me 
is how they never talk about the children who are not making it and how people are actually making their money by trying to associate themselves with people who are in the entertainment field and who can create an incident. Look at this young man. I don't I don't even know. I mean, we didn't get to see. We saw the part where he, where Mike Tyson decided that he had enough of that shit. And he turned around and he gave him something to think about. And the reality is, is that we all need to think about this. We all need to think about why a mother would try and drown her child. Or why a mother would drown her children. Or why people are killing their children. Goddamn, is this America and is this the America you actually know? Because I promise you, I know who I am. And therefore, this podcast offers you my thinking process. And no, I have not written a book, but probably if I were going to write a book, it would be, it would have to do with understanding that public education has just never been free. And the required process of attendance is mandatory by local communities, and they have affected the human condition simply because law enforcement would engage itself to award a child oh you know award a child custody in a custody matter based on the parent's ability to pay and then when the payment process starts to affect these people the children understand me when I'm saying what am I saying I'm saying that parents are just not born That's what I'm saying. And the relevance of understanding is a human condition, so therefore, let's not violate God's law in raising your children. Why would you beat them? I understand the punishment side of redirecting children, but but we all must understand that they are delicate and they are just children. And, you know, punishment needs to be reasonable. What's unreasonable is if you're hungry and you take something that you shouldn't have taken, but you were hungry. Everybody else is eating. But if you don't have the resources to understand how the process works, well, you were given an opportunity to seek the resources and develop yourself. But when you chose to basically fuck it off because you failed, well, even in failure, the district still has an obligation to provide access and opportunity and I'm sorry they have just greatly faltered but when you can live in a community where the educational system is faltering failing and what are you doing not a goddamn thing well it's time for me to get off this anchor podcast and go to oh there's one called wisdom And I'll be sharing some knowledge on wisdom. Please follow me on wisdom. Please follow me on my YouTube channel, Darlene Anderson1958. Educate yourself before you wreck yourself in 2022. Reality check. We are only who we believe that we are. Will you wake up? Will you join me? Will you follow me? Subscribe, like, subscribe, and share. Y'all have a blessed day.